Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? You know what's up. It's your favorite guilty pleasure, the Chad and Cheese podcast. It's the morning after edition <laughs> it is. of Unleash, and we are excited to uh, have the, the the guy behind the conference. The godfather. Mark Coleman, <laughs> sit down with us and uh, rehash <laughs> the, the first day, what we can expect day two, and get a little glimpse of Paris, which Ooh. is coming up in October. The dates Ooh. have been uh published yeah. mark welcome to the podcast thanks for having me guys uh, absolute pleasure to have both of you here today oh dude, thanks for being this here this is this is amazing now now before we get into any of that stuff for for listeners everybody probably knows who you are but just in case give us a little <laughs> twitter bio about mark that likes the the long walks on the danube <laughs> he's much taller in person yeah, yeah. by the way he's much taller in person <laughs> Dad of three, uh, live on the Buda Hills in Budapest, um, Irish, obviously, with the accent, um, <laughs> have uh, my, my whole career working in events. I've worked in Asia for seven years. I've been in HR for maybe 12 now. Started Unleash in 2011. Damn. MIA for three years <laughs> um, through the pandemic. So really, really, really happy to be back here. At, yeah. You know. Vegas, it's it's uh, very inspiring. Really great to meet everyone and, and get the dopamine going again. <clears throat> you mentioned the pandemic, and the pandemic really altered the conference industry. Some went all virtual, some closed shop, I guess, or haven't sort of restarted. How did you guys weather the pandemic, and and what was sort of the the ramp coming into this, and and your idea to like let's go back, 
Let's like let's take the masks off and get back to each other. It's a bloodbath, to be quite honest, um, for anyone in the events industry. I think um, no one really had a clue. I'm an ex microbiologist, so my my background is science, and uh-huh. um, spent spent enough time in Asia through a small pandemic called SARS. Yep. Um, I've also I did my first gig, my first rodeo in events um, in September 11th uh, in New Zealand. Uh, something small like the the America's Cup. Wow, um, you've got great luck, so, basically. <laughs> I know. I, I have a few friends who um, who lost their businesses during the Iceland vol- volcano. Believe it or not, it's about survival. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, it is. Um, it was a massive fight to survive. Um, the first thing I had to do was deal with all the venues who were very badly behaved. They were horrible to deal with. Um, and that took a few months. But one of the first things I did was I turned around to my team and said, we have to pivot to digital now. And we'd been thinking about it for a very long time. Oh, I bet. So there's a bit of um, forced entrepreneurship that went down. Sometimes you get... I'm not a serial entrepreneur, <laughs> but um, I had been talking about doing digital for far too long. Yeah. You know, it was a bit lazy at that point. So, so the pandemic, much like it did the rest of the industry, really forced you to go to warp speed. Yeah. On something that you've wanted to do for a while. Absolutely. And it's given us this capability now. I have a whole, um, well, we have journalists at Unleash now and uh-huh. an editor-in-chief and uh, social media enthusiasts and stuff like this. So, And sorry, we have a content labs team as well. Um, so lots of research going into the marketplace as well. So huge capability uh, in terms of building audience. So the scale that I've always been looking for is finally the, finally with us now. So That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, dude, all I've got to say is everybody that I spoke to about coming here, they were stoked. They were yeah. so excited <laughs> because it was like we, we haven't been to events. We're excited to feel the presence of more human beings, people that we haven't seen. And then the people who... Didn't pull the trigger. Right. Big FOMO. Yes. Big, the the fear of missing too. out. Oh, yeah. man, you're talking to him. You can almost hear him like tear up on the phone. Right. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, we, we, we miss this so much, right? Yeah. You could feel the anger in their Facebook comments. <laughs> yes. So when you stepped in this hall, yeah. how did you feel? Absolutely amazing. And I, I one thing that stood out for me yesterday was um, running screams coming left and right. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that. Not for me. Yeah. For other people meeting one another that haven't seen one another for two, three years, maybe longer. Yeah. Um, and the unexpected. Um, and there is a chemistry to this, which I talked to you guys about before, which is it's just dopamine. When you get that hug, you don't get that on Zoom. No. Yeah. You just can't get it on Zoom. And I think everyone's just it's a big call out but i think most people are suffering at some level with mental well-being because you know we're looking at screens from one end of the day to the next and we're all overdosing on zoom calls it's back to back so much stuff is falling down it's it's harder than ever before so for everyone to get out here for two days you you just can't beat the face to face people have said it to me yesterday get more done in one day than one year yeah right in terms of just meeting the right people uh, and just gauging people. You can tell if you've got, like, people buy from people at the end of the day, right? Oh, That's yeah. never going yeah. to change. Yep. Oh, dude, talent acquisition. <laughs> I see talent acquisition professionals and HR professionals, like, giddy right. going up to, to vendors because <laughs> yeah. they're, like, looking at new tech. That yeah. wasn't the case before. The, it was yeah. like, oh, right. we got to kind of, like, Take saunter up. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, now it's just like, yeah. we're so excited we get to do this again. So it's just just the, the energy and the vibrance is uh, is really exciting. Yeah, I saw it this morning. Um, Peter Henson on the opening keynote just shook. You know, you could see how I have people laughing behind me because he's a bit of a comedian as well. Yeah. Um, but you could feel 
the hair was standing on on the back of people's necks. Yeah. They were just inspired, and that's what it's all about. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So you obviously are bullish on conferences and face to face. Yeah. Here at day two of the conference, has it exceeded your expectations? Did you kind of expect it to be the way that it's been, or has it under underperformed? So I'm my I'm my own worst enemy, and anyone close to me knows it. So I kind of I was wondering if anyone would show up on day two because it is Vegas, and yeah, um, yeah. our supplier here, GES, work at events every other day, um, and they've been telling me that. Day one. Everyone turns up for day one. No one's going to turn up for day and two. And listen to the crowd, kids. <laughs> this place is still full. It's buzzing. Yeah. So, so there's people still come back, which is brilliant. Um, um, you know, and and there's still plenty of business to be done here today. So there's an, there's another angle to that in that you you are primarily a, a European show. Yeah. You made the decision to to come to the states, which was a risky decision. We had some established conferences. Very risky. From my point of view, you look like you guys are now in the pole position to be, you know, sort of the up and coming conference in America. Right. Was that your expectation? Uh, yeah. Would you agree with that? And and what can we expect in future shows? Just bigger, better, badder. <laughs> yeah, I, we needed validation. My crew put this. So we had COVID, obviously, in Q1. Uh, Omicron killed us. I woke up in London in December and I was like, oh, no, uh, this event is scheduled for March. So for my guys to be able to pull the show off in 12 weeks, because we lost all our speakers, you know, at this level. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, all of them. I think maybe just... three or four stayed behind kind of thing. But once we announced the new dates, we, we knew that was going to happen. So for my crew to turn that around in what was like 12, maybe 13 weeks in terms of one, we had to do the production, which took three or four weeks to get all of those speakers, sorry, new speakers back onto the program, um, I, I, you know, and, and just do the marketing for it to get, you know, we had over 2000 people registered for the show. I don't know what the attrition is, but give or take 10, maybe up to 20% because of COVID. Um, but I think if we can do that in 10 to 12 weeks, what can we do with 10 to 12 months? Oh, God, right? yeah. So, so I think I needed this personally for myself because I've got a vision for what the show needs to look like. We can now scale the show. Awesome. So well, I don't want to sound like Conor McGregor and we're, we're here to take over, baby. <laughs> so at least for the, the immediate future, we'll um, only see you once a year in the U.S. Yeah. Is what I'm but I think America deserves uh, more shows and, um, and there's not enough. The, the market's very tired. They're not catering. Everything that's here, including us, doesn't even cater for 1% of the market that's there, right? So that's the reality. Everything else is a user event, right? It's Workday Rising, Work Human, yeah. Oracle World, stuff like they're that. marketing so, events is what And they they're are. normal. Like, you've got yeah. to go there as a customer. Yeah. So we have a different product. But I think we can. I think we can two x or three x scale this for next year. Well, I, I think. I think you're underselling so, so one thing is where you said this was something that you really needed. Look around you, though. I know everybody <laughs> needed this shit, man. Yeah, this is this agreed. is this is yeah. amazing. We like all I said, it. true. The, yeah. the the energy and and then we watched the hype video yesterday yeah. for Paris. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And that made <laughs> the hair on my neck stand up because we know Joel and I went to the last Paris event. Yep. And it's so immersive. It is so. I mean, it's so big and it is so electric. I can't imagine. What this next one's going to be like? What, give us, give us some you behind be the super scenes. Super pumped for yeah. Paris after after this Vegas I've event. Been, yeah, so talk about multitasking. Yeah, I've I've 
I think here we can we can give Paris a run for its money with this show over really? here. Yes, absolutely. We can do it that's, much quicker. Big, yeah, yeah, we can do it. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chat and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel uh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Um, what I love about Paris is it's 100 countries. I think we've got a unique value proposition against everyone else in the market in terms of being a bridge now because we've uh -huh. taken London out and there's like about six other events gone in the meantime. So it's a bit of a bloodbath <laughs> in London. But what we get to do is we get to look after the biggest economies um, in Europe, which are obviously Germany and France. Um, Switzerland's a bit of a HQ. Benelux and Nordics, they are, that's our bread and butter companies. And of course, UK and Ireland. Um, but we get 100 countries coming to that show. So the, the diversity, um, the randomness of conversations. We get like um, Saudi Aramco, which is like one, one, I think it's probably the most valuable company in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh -huh. They usually come with big pockets because, you know, these vendors don't really exist over there for them. So um, it's quite shocking for, for a lot of our um, vendors meeting these kind of buyers. So um, what else can I tell you? The um, speaker lineup. That's really been interesting. So we've got close to 10 CHROs from the Fortune 500. We've never done that before. We've never done that before. Excited and I've never seen out, any other event do that. Yeah. So, so I think that's validation as well of our position in the market. Um, being out of the market for three years, people haven't forgotten us. And uh, I think the investment that we put into the market, because we don't have a VC firm behind us. Yeah. Yeah. I just pumped the profits year on year <laughs> into scaling. Uh -huh. <laughs> a bit of a madman on that. My, I've got a new CFO, <laughs> so she's keeping me in line. But um, we will continue to invest in the product. Um, and ultimately, you know, what it's all about, Paris, it's... Um, it's bringing the whole world of HR together yeah. and inspiring them. And um, if there was anything to take off Peter Henson this morning, again, it, it's kind of 
it's uh, we're not in the events business. We're in the change the world business. Yeah, we want to make a difference. Yeah. So. So two things stood out for me in Paris. One is how you have the, the floor laid out yeah. and that you have sort of uh, sessions within the vendor space, yeah. which is really unique uh, in, in our industry. And so I, that, that's always stood out to me. So I'm excited about that. I'm killing some of that, though. <laughs> hey, 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 he just he just gave you a line in. Okay, you're oh, what do you do? What do I'm sorry, doing? I said I'm killing some of that. We got we got uh, new layouts coming. I, I'm doing hearing. that because yeah, because um, the activations distract from the uh, the buyer model. So we want to be the number one marketplace in the world for the HR industry. Gotcha. That's our mission. That's it. So we've got to have we've got to facilitate those one to one meetings with the vendors. So if they're being distracted with content, you're up in the game. Okay, okay. We yeah, we're up in the game. Sorry, a bit of our old. <laughs> I don't get the feedback uh, that you do. This is just from my perspective yeah. uh, as an attendee. So so that will still happen, but not what you saw the last time. Okay, okay, you're evolving. I love it. Times they are changing, kids. The times are changing. The second thing uh, was the Bob Geldof um, yeah. interview and. That also seemed very unique to me. Um, usually, there's you know it's a it's a college basketball coach that comes in yeah. or a or a in, in, you know a, a speaker that comes in that's sort of rah rah uh, world of work stuff. You guys sort of go outside the box with a, a primary speaker. Any any hints or announcements <laughs> that you want to make today about who that will be going there in is, Paris? There is no box at Unleash. Um, that's what we work to. Um, we're <laughs> always trying to work. Uh, you know the the magic. Yeah, I can say um, a couple. Ben Evans, uh, he was the number one speaker at Slush at the end of last year. Yeah. JC, Johnny Campbell, gave me that one. Yeah. Um, I've got Hannah Fry, who's this famous, really cool uh, mathematician, um, really good on AI, what you guys were talking to the commissioner about yesterday. Yeah. She's just fab. Have a look at her on, um, on YouTube. You'll, re you'll really enjoy her. Um, we're celebrating 10 years. Okay, so it's like, um, it's not 10 years, it's the 10th it's the annual right gotcha. so we get we didn't get to do that because yeah, of covid yeah. so we're gonna have a real party when so we get to i Paris. have a teaser i think we're gonna get joel popping out of a birthday cake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'd love to see that with a, with a little pink dress yes. with some later later hosen i think is what i'm gonna <laughs> i was thinking so Octo actually guys Oktoberfest is very nearby Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, it's in October. It's um, 12th and 13th. So yeah, you've got to you've you've got to be thinking. Um, what's the best way of saying this? The Rugby World Cup is on in 2023. To give you some hints of some of the speakers, yeah. celebrity Ooh. speakers. Um, mm -hmm. Which I know you guys have American football over here, but uh, rugby's religion for us in Europe. <laughs> yep. Yes, we know. So we've got that, and we've um, so Paris is our home for the foreseeable future, and the year after we have the Olympics in Paris. So, and, and this is really um, appealing to me because I started my career in sports. So I'm looking forward to managing that part of our um, client and partner, hospitality. So I get to take our nearest and dearest to some of the matches. Nice. And lay on the hospitality because awesome. that's where some of the best deals. Well, what I'm hearing is we're, we're on the list. You guys are loving this now. Huh? <laughs> There's to ten more and ten more years after that, as far as I'm so concerned. We're, we're so we're talking to a famous American uh, sprinter Olympian for um, for this year as a keynote as well. But what I, what I meant to say is um, because we're celebrating ten years, we're bringing the best of the last ten years back. So people like Costas Mokides. Um, Aaron Meyer, who's American and much loved in our community. Um, 
who else? Peter Hinson. There's a blast of the uh, the blast of the past coming again. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, we will. I, this will be the best production we've ever done. Excellent. Well, Mark, we know you're busy. Thanks for giving us time. You've got to close out day two. Yep. We're excited about Paris, man. I mean, we obviously uh, I, it's not the coffee it's not you guys the, are becoming European the, I hate saying it coffee. this yeah. is hangover chat and cheese and this, is, I mean, this is how excited we are so we're, we're really excited for, for right. Paris so, thanks. so, so thanks, if guys. anybody wants to find out more about Unleash World where should they go uh, Unleash.ai which is our media media site and on top you have two clicks with Unleash America and Unleash World click on Unleash World baby and we will see you in Paris. See you yes, in Paris. Sir. Congratulations, Mark. Chad, another one in the can. We, we out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? A podcast. The Chad. The Cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar, blue, nacho, pepper jack, Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.